0: Breaking Verses Down is brought to you by God. God, speaking through Pastor Jason since 2002, and in charge of the universe since always. on the air seems like i've gone back into my every two week pattern for running the show but that wasn't intended i've had some family stuff come up that will happen from time to time so i needed to take a little time off i know you understand welcome everybody welcome back to the show breaking verses down and we are on episode 39 and i don't know if you remember this but Every 20 episodes, I decided I was going to start a new season. That means that the next episode, which hopefully will be next week, will be episode 40, which means season number three. And I got some fun stuff planned for that. It'll be a gooder. And this will be a gooder as well. I'm glad that you're with me today. And um, boy, do I learn lessons the hard way sometimes. It seems like that's the uh, that's the way that it is for me and i don't hide from it i face the truth that sometimes i like to learn things the hard way and did i ever learn that today earlier today after watching church i'm taping this on a sunday so i watched church and now i'm i'm here but between that and this i was doing something stupid it's been known to happen you see, I was looking out at our yard the other day in the dark, and my neighbor has lights on so I can sort of see a little bit out there. And I was just taking a look around, see how the weather was and everything. And I saw this streak go running past me on the tree, on our big cherry tree in our backyard. I was like, what the heck was that? So I took a closer look, and there going in and out of my bird feeder was a rat, a big rat. My kids decided to call him Ratatouille. Hope I don't get sued for that, but that's what they decided to call it. And um it's going in and out of the bird feeder, eating the food. I know where there's one, there's usually six. But anyway, I decided I was going to be manly and take that um rat and make his life uncomfortable. So what I did was I did a little online research. Google tells me how to live my life sometimes. And what Google told me is that rats hate cayenne pepper. So I decided I was going to fill up my my bird feeder. haha ha ha, they're going to pay for it this time. I was going to spread cayenne powder all through the seed. So I put the seed in there. I put the cayenne in there. And what I realize, what I know now, is that it's a really bad idea to spread cayenne pepper in a windstorm. It was very windy outside, and that cayenne pepper, when I poured it into the seed, just came whisking back up straight into my face. Yada, yada, yada. I'm washing my eyes out in the sink. That hurt. Cayenne straight into the eyes. Oh, my goodness. You'd think I'd learn, because I've done this before with other things as well in a windstorm. But like I say, sometimes I need to learn things. The hard way. And sometimes Christians need to learn things. The hard way. That's a pretty good segue right there. Don't you think? I think so. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the book of Romans. Chapter 15 verses 13. And I wouldn't be shocked if I got a visitor today. My son, my five-year-old son, has been in and out. Bugging me here in the old office. Otherwise known as a garage. And, um... He might come in and make an appearance because he's really, 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 really following dad around today, which I love. I love that kid. So Romans 15 verses 13. Yes, only one verse. We're going to do a whole podcast on one verse. I've I've done it before and I'll do it again. And there is so much to chew on in this one verse. Away we go. So, so Romans 15, 13, and I'm going to read it out right now. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Like I say, there's a lot to chew on in there, and we're going to get our chew on right now. First of all, it starts with, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. God of hope, this word hope, could have a lot of definitions if we just asked everybody, but this is the definition that I got for it. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. It is also defined as a feeling of trust. So here in this scripture, Paul is saying, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So, may the God of expectation, the God of desire for certain things to happen, the God of feeling, the God of a feeling of trust, this is the God that we're talking about, a God that you can trust, a God that will be with you closer than a brother, a God that tells you, come expecting and I will bless you no matter what the circumstance no matter what the situation i will bless you this god of hope and this is where paul talks about in this um in this chapter or in this verse i should say may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so as you are trusting in him your soul your spirit is filled Filled, filled with expectation from him. Let me tell you, there is nobody that you will find that has more confidence in himself than God the Father. He'll make it happen. Don't worry about it. He's creator of everything. So we are to expect things to happen for us from a God who loves us. Our relationship with God is a continual learning experience of trust in him and as we trust God more we expect more from him we begin to understand each other better well I mean he understands us better than anybody else but we understand him more we get more trust in him and he when as we expect more from him as we grow and mature as Christians in this relationship with the father he expects more from us He expects us to trust him more because we have built this relationship that is solid, that is built strong. And as we do that, he expects more from us. So we are to come to God from where we are in trust with him. And as you learn about the God of Israel, you will trust more and more and more. And you will begin to expect the positive to happen in your life. I've been thinking recently in my walk with God that, um, over the last year or so, my trust in him has gone so, has, has become so much more than it was. I'm so much more solid in him because I've gone through trials that I had never seen before in my life and they were tough. They were hard, but I got through them and God was with me. Through the whole thing, was it comfortable? Not at all. It wasn't comfortable at all. But I got through it, and in that, I learned to trust him more and more. I learned to give him more and more and more of my, of my um, just tell him my concerns and and um. It's just like a little kid talking to their dad. And as you do that, as you come with that stuff to your to your heavenly father, and just treat him like your dad. The um, blessing that comes out of that is just more and more trust. This trust thing is just a theme that I keep hitting every time I have a um, podcast. I I sound like a broken record, but that's because God is just so good. You have to repeat what he says over and over. It's just you couldn't get enough of it. So God will fill you with all joy and peace as you build this relationship. And now that's what it's saying here in the scripture. May God of hope fill you with all joy and all peace as you trust in him. So all joy and all peace. He'll fill you with it as you trust in him. Joy is a feeling of great pleasure or happiness. I have so much joy when I hear my kids laughing happy. That gives me great joy. And God fills you with his joy when you know him and you trust him. And peace, peace is a freedom from disturbances. I love that definition, peace. What is peace? It's a freedom from disturbances. Nothing's disturbing me. Nothing's bothering me about it. Nothing is is, um, ruminating in my mind. I'm at peace with it. And I'll tell you, if I had to choose between joy and peace, I think I'd go with peace. There's just something to be said about having peace. But God says as you trust him, he he fills you with his joy and his peace. Two for one. Trust and you get joy and peace. So awesome. God wants to fill you with pleasure, with happiness, with freedom from disturbances. Freedom from things just chewing at you and bothering you. He wants to give you his peace because he is the God over everything and believe that he has it under control. God wants this for us, but we have to learn to trust him. And as the scripture goes on here, as we continue on Romans 9, 15, it says, So that you may overflow with hope. we have already got hope figured out. Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. But it says we will overflow with hope. Wow. Overflow with hope. What that means is the excess or the surplus not able to be accommodated in its available space. You think about a cup that you put underneath a faucet and you fill it with water. And when it gets to the very top, and if it's still flowing, the it's an excess or a surplus that the cup is not allowed to com- is not able to accommodate because it doesn't have the available space. God wants to fill you with hope. He wants to fill you with joy. He wants to fill you with peace so much that it overflows inside of you. You can't contain it inside your body. Your spirit does not have enough space inside of it. It overflows. And this hope, this hat that you have, this expectation that something positive will happen in your life will overflow. <sighs> Imagine having so much expectation of good coming your way that you cannot accommodate that feeling with the space inside of your soul and it flows out so what happens when you get to this place of overflow what happens in your life when you have so much hope so much joy so much peace so much trust so much surrender into him that you just can't contain it it's overflowing in your life well if you can't contain the godly hope that you have in your soul There is no other choice. You have to release it. I'm no physics expert. I'll be honest with you. In grade grade 11, I took physics 11 and I passed it quite well. But then I went into physics 12 and my first exam, I got 8%. So I'm not the physics whiz of the world. That's for sure. I quickly turned over to biology, by the way. I'm glad I did. I love biology. Anyway, moving on. But one thing I do know from the physics that I got. Is if you have something that fills a space and the space runs out, it is going to flow over. And an overflow of God in your life, an overflow of godly hope looks like this. All of a sudden you're dancing for joy in the Lord and you don't care what people think you look like when you're doing it because you're so overflowing in happiness with him, knowing that he loves you and all the rest, that you're dancing. And in that dancing, you're praising and the praise is overflowing out of you. And you just don't care what it looks like because you're praising your father in heaven. You're loving on other people. You can't help yourself, but to love on other people, people that you do know, people that you don't know, people that you love, people that don't love you at all you're overflowing with love for everybody because this godly hope has gotten inside of you. You're laughing. You have joy. He said that the joy inside of you is overflowing at this moment because you got this um, God of hope inside of you, and you are on overflow, and you're laughing, and you're happy, and you have no reason to be laughing. You have no reason to be happy. You have no reason to have peace. Your life is falling apart and yet you still have joy and you refuse to give it up because you're so strong in trust and relationship with God that you don't care anymore. This is who you are. This is what you are. That's overflow. And of course, you have tongues and you're speaking in that godly language. You're praying in tongues thank you lord praying in tongues tongues is overflow overflow of god's spirit inside of you notice that it says you will overflow by the power of the holy spirit that's something that we need to be very aware of if we are overflowing in godly hope We will be guided by the Holy Spirit, otherwise known as our advocate, to pray for people and they will be healed, to preach to people and they will be saved, to worship God that people are moved. Here we go. It's that thing again, back in the trust of God, trusting the Holy Spirit, the one who was sent to us to guide us, to convict us, to show us where we need to go, what we need to say, trust in Him. Do not trust in your carnal flesh. Trust in the Holy Spirit that He will guide you, that you are allowing Him to be in charge. And He will give you the words that you need. He will give you the the breaks that you need. He will give you the blessing, and He will hit you with that that happiness, that joy, that hope, that trust, that overflow, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will give you overflow like you've never seen before. You see, I'm at this point in my life where I want to dig deep into this overflow. And there'll be times when I'm cleaning dishes or vacuuming or wherever the case may be. And I just Got a worship song on, and I just speak, sing out of my heart, and I don't care what it sounds like. I am in overflow mode, and I am just loving on God. And I don't care who knows about it. I don't care who sees it. This is who I am. And I am proud to say that I am lives inside of me. I am lives inside of me. The great I am. God wants us to come into this realm. He wants us to have such godly hope that we cannot help but be game changers, be history makers, um, be way makers, just blessing people around us, praying for people, lifting people up before the Father, sharing our love for Him. This doesn't happen when we stay within a box and never venture deeper into God this overflow doesn't happen when we stay nice and neat in a little tiny box and we don't push any further we got to push further we got to want it more we got to be more hungry for it hungry to know god and his ways hungry in every possible way we need to press into god we need to learn learn more about his nature the more we press in the more we grow The more we hope in him and we will continue to overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit and here's the thing about it is so cool it never ends this cycle never ends what is the cycle I trust I gain joy I gain peace I learn I bless I trust more I learn more I gain more peace I gain more joy I bless more. I trust more. I, I, the Holy Spirit just blesses my socks off more. I get deeper into God, deeper into my Father's love. And it goes over and over and over and over. And it's not like a video game when there's a final level and you finally finish the thing. It's not like that at all. There are infinite levels in God's love and it never ever ends. And you get deeper and deeper and deeper. But the only way that happens is when we trust, when we get hungry to know him. And, um, just like the scripture says, with all joy and all peace, as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. What an awesome, awesome cycle. What an awesome, awesome way to live. I've lived the other way. I've lived fleshly. And it couldn't even come close to the feeling of peace. The feeling of hope and joy and peace and overflow in God the Father. And it's all provided to you by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ dying on a cross and gaining oneness with the Father. I'm just finishing up... um devotional on exodus going through all of it and um i usually don't plug many things but i'll plug it here if you ever want to get your um jump start on um reading the bible look at this app called through the word it is awesome just look it up on your on your um app store wherever it is just put in through the word i strongly suggest it. it yeah i love it um but it's so good this cycle and knowing him and getting peace in him. That is what I wish for everybody that you would know him in that way. And let's get hungry folks. Let's get hungry for God. I know I am. I'd love to know that you are too. So on that note, I will just quickly say that, um, I live in Campbell river now, but I'm originally from a little town in Vancouver Island called Yubo. You who? No, not you who. You Bo, Y-O-U, B-O-U. And it's a community, I'd say maybe 700 people. You know, just a little dot on the map. And there was an elk that lived there that people grown to love. And his name was Bob. Bob the Roosevelt elk. Everybody knew Bob. Everybody loved Bob. Last night, Bob got hit by a car. And he's gone. It actually happened right outside my mom's house. So now Bob's gone, and I'll just salute him. Rest in peace, Bob. I hope you're doing good at that hay pile in the eye. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember to slow down when you're driving through little towns, and remember, you are God's favorite. See you later. Like, click, share. If you care...